Welcome to Cleaning Business Life. My name is Shannon Miller, and I am your host and founding member of Clean Freaks University. This show is sponsored by the Structure, Scale, and Profit Cleaning Business Academy, my signature program. And I'm also joined by my co-host, Kimberly Gonzalez, inventor extraordinaire of Pure Evergreen Cleaning Products. Kim, take it away. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our beautiful cleaning business podcast. Um, we are here today with a very, very special guest. Um, Amber Elise is joining us. And Amber, we are just so glad that you just have come to join us. And you are like the guru of being the cleaning content creator. And it's just so exciting to have you. Like, and I'm sure and get a woo -woo. People, I know I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait, we need the fake applause. Ready? We did the fake applause in the background, <laughs> um, but we're so excited to have you and thank you for being our guest. We appreciate it. And um, we just wanted to interview you and just get to know you a little bit better. So let's, thank let's you. Well, ready? Tell us a little bit I'm about yourself. I'm excited to be here. And I just want to say that that intro was really great to say that I was like the cleaning content creator guru because <laughs> that makes me feel really fancy. And it's still hard for me to believe how big it has grown. So it's an honor to be here. I am grateful for the opportunity to talk to you guys and that we've developed a friendship and all those things. And yeah, I'm just, I'm excited that you guys wanted to have me. Well, thank you. So we have to know, like, we want to just, we want to know, like, what are some of your hobbies like you like to do in your free time? We want to just soften the listeners up and get them warmed up and get you warmed up. We don't want to just throw you in, right, Shannon? We don't right. want to just throw you in and be like, these are your questions. No, we want to just like, you know, what are some of your hobbies that you like to do in your free time? Because besides cleaning. And you know what's really funny is this is a very hard question for me. And I don't, it's a hard question because I feel like I really enjoy cleaning. So if I find something messy, I clean it. Or if I have people come to me and they say, Hey, I have something great. That would be for, you know, your, I have something great. That would be good for your content. You want to come and help me out. I'm like jumping at the opportunity to do that. But, um, if I try to put that aside when sometimes it's hard to, it's just hanging out with my family. My three boys and my husband are like the best of the best. And we are just like a perfect match all together. So anytime we're together, whether it's going to an in-laws to go swimming or going to the zoo or just something fun together, that's where everything just is held for my hobbies. I think it's just that the love you have boys, three boys. Yeah. Oh, three. you are brave woman. Three boys. I love them. They're so stinking cute. I mean, they're a ton of work, but it is like just so much love towards me. It's amazing. Every single day, my young, well, all of them really, but my youngest, like the first thing he says to me is how beautiful I am. Aww. It's the best in the entire world. My oldest is always like telling me how much he loves me. And then my middle child is the same thing. They're just these loving little beings that are going to make great husbands one day. Oh, are they all mama's boys? I think so. I mean, sometimes they kind of go back and forth because dad's more of like, let's just go play football. And they're obsessed with anything to do with sports. So that part, but like when it comes to the nurturing side and when they're like all soft. So I feel like there's that good balance between the two of us. That is awesome. so, oh, boys. 
Yeah, I love it. Yeah, because Shannon's got a boy and I've got a boy. How many boys do you have, Shannon? I have two. I have, have two one, boys. One twenty-eight and one seven. Ah, oh. and I've got and I've got one boy too, and he's walking by me. Here, let me see if I can grab him. Callan, come here, really quick. Hold on, hold on. Let's see if I. He's very shy. This is my boy. Can you see him? Hi, handsome. <laughs> this is Calvin. He's a senior this year. Oh my goodness! We just wanted. To, we were talking about Mama's boys. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like that was uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I love that he just let you do it and then let him kiss him on his head. That is just the sweetest. Nice I love that. Way. Yep. So we have to ask for those that haven't seen your like posts on social media. I know that you have a picture. Of you holding like I think I and I don't know I think you said you're how old were you 23 or were you younger than that young I was like 13 13 so she I saw Shannon, that did you see that picture so she was 13 and she's like holding all these pictures and it's so cute because it is the style of the hair and everything um but she's holding all these pictures and then she did another picture and those of that are I want you guys to try to picture this that you're listening to us while you're cleaning and then she did a side by side of another picture and she has all her other products like these natural products and um yeah it was it was just so cute to see the difference so you know I just was kind of cute like I just thought this cute so how old were you when you really found out that you started to like love cleaning so I guess I liked it growing up because my mom taught me all the detailing things, even though I didn't really execute them at the time. And she would like, tell me, I can tell you didn't use the toothbrush on the toilet and all the little areas, but she kind of just taught me and instilled that in me. And then I guess I didn't even realize I liked it that young until that picture came. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was 13. But it all started when my grandpa passed away. And then my grandma couldn't keep up with the housework. She was getting older. And she, um, when I was 15, asked me to start cleaning for her. So I started going there every other week, cleaning for her for $30. I don't even know if it was $30. I think it was $25 every time I cleaned for her. And um, that's what got me started. That's where I found out about Barkeeper's Friend and all of that for porcelain things, which was like a big thing for me for a while. Um, And yeah, she just taught me a lot when it comes to cleaning. And I did that up until, um, she passed away in 2020. So I cleaned for her for over 20 years. Wow. And then I even, I even did like the final clean after she had passed away to clean out her house for her. Oh. Just cause I was like, I couldn't let anybody else do it. Was so, that hard yeah, for you to do did. that? Absolutely. Or was and it feeling like, did you feel like like this was the final cleaning. You just felt like your heart was just so filled with like the love from doing that all those years. I think it was kind of both. Cause when I started doing it, like I was a mess while I was cleaning it, but I knew that it was like, that was just kind of like our thing that we knew was coming every two weeks or once a month, eventually I think it turned into. Um, and it was cool because when I was there cleaning for that last one, she was like obsessed with turkeys. And then that day, a bunch of turkeys came across and we're all gone. It was great. Um, Yeah, she was just kind of the birth of like the whole cleaning thing. And she got to see the start of Bubbles and Buckets into a couple years of it. So that was, I was, I'm so grateful she got to see some of it. That's That's so cool. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to need tissue today. (laughs) <laughs> no, it, it really is. It's we um as a society are not um 
we don't put a lot of value in our elders. And I think it's awesome that you were able to have a continued relationship, even while your business grew and all the things that you were doing. And then you could still have that connection. It just gives me goosebumps. I'm going to start sniffing. I know. I'm like, oh, I have this paper towel. Paper towel, front on noses. But I, I think it's awesome that you were there for her and you were able to have that relationship because oftentimes we just don't as a society. So that's awesome. So Patrick, I know for that, huh? Oh, thank you. I, I feel like it was just in me. I'll just share a fun fact of when I was growing up. When for our, I was in dance my whole life and every Christmas we would go to nursing homes and put on a Christmas show and dance for them. And I ended up like wanting to hang out with all the people there who didn't have family come and get them. So when my grandpa ended up in a nursing home, I would actually talk to all the other older people who didn't have family there. We just hang out. And sometimes I got chicken nuggets thrown at me. And other times some girl, like, well, not girl, elder, she was taken off her clothes, thought I was a nurse, like ran into all these situations. But it, I feel like it just, it filled me. Even though I was there for my grandpa or dancing, I just, I wanted to be around them. You know, I think, I think it takes a special kind of person. And I'm the same way like you, Amber. I love being around my elders. I've always mm-hmm. done that. I've always like, you know, took care of my grandma when she's my great grandma. And instead of turkeys, it was chickens. So now you could see where I get my love of chickens. Yeah. Um, you know, but I would always go over there and clean and take care of her and give her a shower and do her hair. And from there, you know, <laughs> my daughter's flipping the <laughs> Ellie, are you trying to give us a light show? <laughs> She's cleaning. I gave her a list of chores. Speaking of kids, she's cleaning right now, doing light switches, wiping them down. Um, but yeah, it's it just takes a special kind of person. And I loved cleaning from my elderly people. And, you know, I just love being around them. I just, it fills my heart. And I'm sure it does for you too, Shannon. It just takes a special oh, kind of person. Yeah. The human mm-hmm. element of cleaning for sure. Mm-hmm. So to change the topic... Yeah, because um, if, if we don't, I'm going to really start to blubber. Start crying. I don't want to publicly cry. We don't want to cry. Internet. <laughs> right? That's one of the reasons why um, I stopped doing cleaning for a reason is because the cleaning tech invariably would be late and I'd have to do a meet and greet. And then, you know, then they would tell me the story and then I would literally sob on the couch every single time. But um, let's go. Let's segue back over in the other direction. Um, when you started cleaning, what were some of the bigger mistakes that you made? I mean, we've all blundered it, but mm-hmm. what are some of the, I, I mean, you don't have to share all the juicy tidbits, but it would be really great if you did um, on what were some of the biggest mistakes that you have learned and over the years that you've made with cleaning? So my first one that I always think about is not doing a walkthrough with the client before quoting or going to clean you need to know what you're getting yourself into. And you also want to know if you're a good fit for the client. Sometimes there's just something that might feel off. And you're like, Hey, we're probably not a good fit. Maybe you need to find someone else or whatever. Not in those words, but you can just feel it. And you need to know if you're going to be there for six hours or 10, or if you need to break it up into two cleanings. So that was the first thing that I learned very quickly and um, another thing, I didn't realize that you need to charge more for that first cleaning. Mm-hmm. So I was charging. I'm guilty pennies. of that. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't. I just didn't know. I was like, right. oh, I'll just charge $150. And then I'm there for eight hours and thinking like, I'm not feeling good because I was there all day. And mm-hmm. 
I had to adjust that quick. It took me a long time not to adjust that part of it because I didn't realize my worth at that time. So that was another one I made. And um, also just not asking specific questions before cleaning. I had one woman text me in the middle of the night while she was breastfeeding her child and let me know that she couldn't stand the smell. And she didn't even want to tell me, but she's like, I want to tell you because I love you and I want you back, but can we switch products? Can we use something else? So just communicating and making sure that they're okay with the products, the scent, whatever you're using, and let them know if you're a solo cleaner, I could be there for six to eight hours that first time, or should we break this up? So just specific questions to ask them so they know what to expect. That's a good one. I just, I think that that's for sure, you know, like know how long you're going to be there. And because I think a lot of us, you know, I've seen a lot of newbies and they start and Jen and I see it in the groups all the time. You know, people are like, oh, I only charge like 120 to do a deep clean. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) How long were you there for? How much? It's just, yeah, that's, I see that. That's a huge mistake. Yeah. And of course, own up to anything that you, if there's a mistake made, if you break something, something happens, own your mistakes. Yeah, You know what I mean? I know. I mean, you have people that comment like, did my cleaner do this? Did they not? Just tell them I've, I broke something that I thought was sentimental. They said it was no big deal, but it was like a party favor from their wedding and it had a name on it. It was really pretty. And they were all stacked on this ledge and I was dusting it and I think two of them broke and I was crying. I could barely finish the cleaning. And the woman's like, it's not a big deal. It was just from our mm-hmm. table at our wedding. And I'm like, that's even worse. <laughs> and I think I cried. I, when I thought about it, I cried for several months where I would like, I think about it and I'd start cheering up. I'm like, oh, and I felt so bad, but it's just like, you got to own it. You got to move on. Mistakes are going to happen. And I'm glad I didn't quit because I really did kind of want to quit after that. I felt like, Oh, it's over. I'm done. Throw in the towel. But yeah, just owning all of that stuff if anything ever happens. That's a good one. It's so I have to ask because I I think every cleaner, we all have something that we love to clean. And I know we could say, oh, I like to clean everything. No, there's got to be something that you just like dive right in because you just love to clean that one thing. What is your favorite thing to clean? I have to know. Bathrooms for sure. Why I am obsessed with before and afters when it comes to hard water. If it's a super, I don't know why, like a super dirty toilet, and I can take the toilet seat off and see just the satisfaction of what it looks like after I'm done with it is the best. And mirrors and kids' bathrooms are always filthy. Yep. And a lot of times if you're there for the, the first cleaning, the lights have never been dusted. The baseboards have never been done. And I mean, that's of course throughout the whole house, but I just feel like everything shines in a bathroom, especially when you're done and you turn on the lights. And if I can see like clear glass again and a fresh toilet and all that stuff, I'm just like, yes, I've especially done Especially well. in a boy's bathroom, right? Oh, amen. Yes. Because <laughs> my boy's bathroom gets, it's embarrassing. I, I don't even like to post videos on my own boys bathroom because I feel like the judgment's going to come real quick. You know, anybody with boys, you could agree with me with this, Shannon. I think anybody with boys would feel your pain. And I don't think there'd be any shame because if they don't have boy, if they have boys, they're going to understand. They're going to understand the pain of bathrooms. 
Yeah. And I have had some people that are really like relatable, sympathetic and all of that, but I have had people just have them clean it up. Just have them do this. I'm like, I don't care how many times I have them clean it up. They still miss. And I mentioned in one video (laughs) that I asked my boys to sit down and boy, you would have thought like I started a war because (laughs) people, no joke had said, you're taking your child's manhood away. Oh my gosh. I'm like, oh, you want to come clean my toilets? I'm a, <laughs> yeah, I got three I'm boys. Glad. Not one, three. Right? So I had I had some backlash on that big time. I'm like, wow, I did not realize asking my boys to sit down to go to the bathroom was such a big deal. And still to this day, like if I hear them like running to the bathroom, I'm like, hey, sit down, please. And <laughs> I love it. Sometimes they do. And it's just a good reminder. And I will probably say that for the rest of my life when they live here. And they'll tell their boys too, once they have to start cleaning the bathrooms. Yeah. I think teenage girls are pretty bad too. Um, especially when the menstrual cycle yes. starts and they're yes. doing mascara, that, that's just like, there needs to be some sort of etiquette as parents to teach mm-hmm. girls the proper way of disposing of said items, not leaving them around everywhere or not writing your name and mascara on the mirror. Yes. <laughs> I, I want to tell you right now, if you were, if I were to take the camera and if I were to walk up my stairs to my daughter's bathroom, you would think that a war zone did happen up there between <laughs> makeup and then I, eyelash curlers. She said, Cal- Calvin cleaned up your mess. That's your mess. <laughs> but yeah, you would think that it was like a war zone in there right now. And I'm like, and then it was my son's turn to clean the bathroom. So apparently he cleaned up all her, her girly mess. So that's a good, that's a good man right there. Yeah. I actually think girls' bathrooms are messier than boys in my experience of cleaning because it is all the extra, the makeup, the powders, because even my side of the sink is dirtier than my husband's. So can you, can you, can you agree with that, Shannon? I, I do agree. Um, usually with boy bathrooms, it's just the toilet area is usually yes. the area of concern. With girl bathrooms, it's the whole spectrum yeah. of the bathroom that, because we touch everything where there's, and we wear more products and, you know, there's more fluffing and grooming and got the lotion on the face. And, right. <laughs> the explanation. So much soap gum because there's so many products being used in the shower. It's like the lotion product, the oils, the shampoos, the, the conditioners, then it's everywhere. <laughs> Right. Which I get it. I'm. The, I mean, I'm the same way. So us girls are just, you know, we're high maintenance we sometimes. We're maintenance. Yes, maintenance for sure. Aww. Definitely. Definitely. So, what are? Go ahead, Chad. And you want to go ahead and ask her. It's oh, your turn. Sure. Um. So we know that the bathroom is your favorite thing to clean. What are some other favorite things or areas of the home to clean, and why? If you didn't have a bathroom to clean, what would be your second best pick? Oh. Probably the kitchen, just because I need that satisfaction of seeing a difference. So it's hard when I just clean a living room when it was already picked up and there's just a vacuum and dust and you can't really tell, even though vacuum lines are very satisfying. But yeah, I think the other one would be the kitchen. Because again, like making that stovetop shine and a stainless steel streak free and gorgeous is mm-hmm. just amazing to walk into. Definitely. I'm right there with you. Kitchen is my favorite. I feel like it takes me a long time, except bathrooms do too. It's yeah. Kitchens and bathrooms, they always take the longest, but again, most satisfying for sure. We'll be back after a quick break. 
When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. So I have to ask, because we all have goals set. We all like to plan ahead and just, you know, be like, okay, well, this is going to be our goal for this year. And these are the things I'm going to work on. And, you know, so I have to ask, you know, what are your goals? Because I'm sure everybody's asking, you know, everybody, they want to know what your goals are for this next coming year. And what goals have you already achieved this year that you're proud of that we can pat you on the back with? And well, we can share with the audience. <laughs> yeah, in front of your whole audience. We could pat all pat your back. I'm trying Go to ahead. think what I've like done this year. And I feel like I do so much, but I'm constantly looking for the next thing that I don't always celebrate what I've done. Um, I mean, I have almost grown a half a million since December. So through Facebook, I'd hit 500 million in December. And then my goal was to hit a hundred or what did I just say? 500 million. 500, 000. I was like, See, that's wow. That's a good goal. There you no, go. I was like, I'm writing that number down. I'm like, oh. Let's back up a minute. Okay. But clearly like that's where my <laughs> mind's going. Jeez. So no. So I had 500,000 in December. So then I made a goal to hit a million. I think it was just by the end of the year. And I'm almost there. I think I have less than 10,000 to go on Facebook. So. That's Look. crazy. And we could post a link too, right, Shannon? And Yeah. We can she like can, um, help you reach your goal. Stuff. We can help reach, help, help, help you reach your goal. Thank you. So that was a big thing. Cause I wasn't expecting that. Um, and my email list, I have been slacking on starting that. And then you gave me some verbiage that I loved. So I switched it up. I got it started. For you Yay. did it. I'm glad. Oh. I know we, Amber and I had a talk and we're like, I'm like, you need to get your email list going, girl. Email list are gold. <clears throat> they yeah. are because we don't really know. I mean, I'm not saying that it's going to, but we don't own the billion dollar algorithms on Google and Facebook and Instagram and all that crazy stuff that could be taken down at any time. Mm-hmm. But if you have your email list, those are yours. That's your property. And mm-hmm. it's potential income that you're not capitalizing on, you know? Right. Right. <clears throat> Definitely. Yeah. So- that's kind of how I want to finish the year is continuing with the email list and then providing more valuable content for my people, people, whether it's a cleaning checklist or, you know, just like little valuable tips like that, that they can apply to their daily life that will actually implement. And I do have this dream that continuously comes back about branding something, whether it was a cleaning caddy, a cleaning bottle, um, a checklist that you can put on the side of your fridge, just something cute like that. So I have all these ideas running through my head about taking, you know, getting some merch out there, which I think would be super fun. Definitely. I'm still encouraging you for the merch that we talked about, Amber. I, think I know. It would be a game so, changer. And it would be so cute. I don't know if you want to tell your listeners, but that's okay. I'm if actually not- totally fine telling people. I want to make cleaning gloves. I mean, I have brands that I already like, but I want cleaning gloves that can have 
different things on them just to make them cute or just even have bubbles and buckets on them. But then you gave me the idea of putting the little chickens on there, which is so stinking cute. And then (laughs) Macho Man gloves. like Mm -hmm. I I like the Macho Man gloves. Those are pretty cool. I told her, I'm like, we need, like, there's all these women gloves. I'm like, we need some print with like Macho Macho Man gloves. You know, I don't. Yes. uh, Like commando gloves or, you know, like for the, the things and. Yeah, we need manly gloves. Yeah, I'd be interested in getting some macho man gloves. I also I need to I need to figure this all out and get it in the works. And I think about an ebook all the time, so there's a lot that goes through my head, and I just need to sit down and get it done. It's it's hard um, in this industry to constantly create. It can be exhausting, as I mentioned. My husband thinks that I just sit around on Facebook all day. But when you start to follow your itinerary and you're constantly coming up with content and they don't see that you have to download, edit, populate, upload, then you have to distribute. It's like this whole thing. <laughs> People don't so much work. Unless you're, you know, unless you're a trust fund baby and you have all the extra income that can make it automated right off the bat. But the, when until you get there, it becomes a different thing. Do you have yeah. a team that works with you, Amber, or is it just you solo? Just me. I need a team, but right now it's just me. Gotcha. I have a control issue. (laughs) So I need to figure out how to let that go because I know I could be utilizing my time better to grow more. It's just really hard for me to make that jump. So something I'm constantly working on. We just got Shannon Shannon, a VA. Right. I I have one for Shannon. I'm like, you need a VA. I'm like, you need a VA. It took me months. I'm like, you need to get a VA. VAs have saved my life. That's what I need. Um, Send me your people if you have people that have availability. I got people. Yeah, I got people in high places. No, it's good. She's new. She's into now. She's getting into the cleaning industry, so she's at least um, familiar with it. In it. (laughs) Yeah, I I got her started in it like a year, and she's been with me for over almost two years. I think. I believe so. Yeah, because she helped me when Mark got cancer. I just was at the point where I'm like, I can't do it all. And, um, I stumbled upon her and she's been phenomenal. So she's already got her feet wet in the cleaning industry. Cool. So, but yeah, it's, I think that that's something that everybody needs to work on as a good goal is to be able to release, you know, some of that, because I think that we're trying to do everything and we get overwhelmed and we get burnt out and we're not doing our best. And Shannon and I have talked about this in our, one of our other podcasts that we cannot do our best. We cannot be our best if we're trying to wear all the mini hats. And so when you start being able to be like, okay, well, I can let this person do this. And then I can start letting this person do this. It's going to start freeing up time. So you can do these products that you want to do and give you time to do something even greater to reach your goals. Right. Yeah. But yeah, sure. it took me a long time. I mean, I fought <laughs> it all the way. And then when I did it, I give her a lot of freedom. I'm like, I don't have time to teach you anything. This is what I do. Look at my website. <laughs> Here you go. I want it done three times a week. And she goes, okay. <laughs> so, nice. Okay. She's amazing, Amber. I'll give you, I'll give you her info. Yes. Definitely. So um, I know like you have um, like just being like, you know, Shannon touched the water about being a, con- you know, cleaning content creator and the amount of work um, that goes into it. I think that a lot of people just think that you just go boop. I did a video and I posted it. There is <laughs> like, I feel like I, I want to go, but I want to go. Where's my, I have like, I used to have a wand like around design. I want to go like, like my little wand, my friend made, I can go poppity boo. No, it doesn't work that way. So can you like give us background on all your, you know, stuff that you have to do, you know, to get your videos going? 
Yeah, it's so much work. So it's not only constantly having to come up with creative ideas because I, I don't ever want my people to get bored or I'm repeating myself, but then again, you get new people all the time. So sometimes you do have to repeat yourself and some people miss it because the algorithm. So that's, that's in itself coming up with the create creative part of it is a lot because I'm constantly trying to think about it. And when I think about it, I don't have my pen and paper and then I forget. And I'm like, what was that amazing idea? So that's the beginning of it. Yes. The phone. And is then, a good thing. Yeah. I, I it in my phone. Cause I'm, I'm, it took me forever too. Cause I'm a pen and paper girl. Me too. I mm-hmm. like, if I have a grocery list, I have pen and paper. I'm not, it's just hard, but I should be utilizing my phone because it's always around. So that is good. I should, I should do that. So Amber, do you wake up at three o'clock in the morning with these ideas? I do. And I don't do anything. I sit there and think about it. And I'm like, I am not going to forget this amazing idea. You need to put a paper and pen by your bed, like a notebook. That's what I do. And I thought about that after we talked and I'm like, I need that pen and paper. And then it stayed downstairs yesterday. So now get a notebook and then I have it listed ideas and I keep it right by my bed. So when that three o'clock golden hour comes rolling around and I wake up and I'm like, like out of a dream, I got an idea. Then I can like write it down and then I brain dump. And then I go back to sleep. Yeah. And so that'd be, uh, you should do that because that will help. Okay. You out. I'll for especially sure do that. For our, especially for our ADHD brains that don't want to ever stop. Never. It never <laughs> stops. And that's also hard to kind of manage too. Um, but yeah, after that, it's filming, which depending on the day and depending who's home can take me a couple hours mm-hmm. for a one minute video. And it drives me insane. And then I get frustrated. And then I'm just like, okay, I can't do this right now. And then I have to come back to it later. So that two hours was wasted. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like it was. Because then I have to like start over because I'm in a different mindset and different energy. So I, that's a, a battle too. And then it comes to editing, which I'm getting better at, but can still take the longest where it's like, okay, so that video took me minute, let's say minimum an hour to film. And then editing is going to take, I don't know, it could be anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour, depending on what I'm doing. If I'm adding text, if I'm on my A game or not. And then once I post it to four different platforms, trying to keep up with comments, because I do want to engage with my audience and I want them to know, I appreciate them and I love their support and I want to help them. It's, that's it's a full-time, full-time job, job and it's all, yeah, it's a full-time job in its own. And then I got to look through the messages. I get messages or DMs, whatever they call them now, get my DMs, but then I have a message request folder and then I have a spam folder. So there's like three folders on Facebook that I didn't even realize I had. And then people ask, why don't you ever answer my questions? And it's like, well, it went to spam. So now I try to take time to look at the spam folder too. And that's just Facebook. Then there's TikTok, Instagram, wow. and YouTube. Right. So you're, you're it's a lot overwhelming. Of <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And then if I forget to post a link on one of them because I'm posting all of them, then people get mad at me. And I don't mean to forget to post a link to whatever product I'm using or anything, but yeah. Okay, so listeners, did you hear that? So we try our best to answer all our messages. Amber does her best to answer all our messages. She's doing I it do. me, myself, and her. Right? It's all yeah, it's, it's it's a lot. And I 
I just don't want people to think like, I don't appreciate them. Cause if it wasn't for all the people sharing my videos and liking me, I wouldn't have what I have right now. So I'm just grateful for all of them. So I hope they all know that. And it is a ton of work and especially still, you know, having a family, having a cleaning business. Yeah. It's so. a lot of work. Shannon, it is a lot of Shannon work. how many businesses do you run now? Four. Four? Well, Four? sometimes I help with my, yeah. Um, we, I, I have 37 birds in the house. So that's actually a side business that I wasn't intending on having. Um, <laughs> I actually am a cleaning business coach. So um, I spend oh. my time doing that. I also have a cleaning business and I sell cleaning. Um, I match up other cleaners from other areas to clients. So I take a, a cut out of that. Broker. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like a broker. And then um, there's a couple other things that I earn income from. So I have digital products that I earn income from. and. Um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting dynamic. That's why I know about content creating. It's it's exhausting. I have a content calendar that I use and I try to stick by it so that way I don't have to think really deeply on what I'm doing next. I just have to follow the the input, right? Okay, well today we're doing this. Tomorrow we're doing that. So I don't cuz then I'm trying to remember what's going on and where I am. And I, you get the same thing that I get. They get really frustrated with you when you don't respond right away because mm-hmm. we have become such an instantaneous society yes. and they forget that you are just you. You are just one entity and we're not big we're not big bigger people who have teams of 15. Like Angela Brown, I believe she said she has like I want to say 50 or 60 people working for her. And she has like seven YouTube channels and she posts every, I mean, there is a whole team behind what Angela does where the three of us, we're just like one or two women shows. (laughs) I know I get people messaging me at all hours in the morning and I'm like, and then they're a spam and I'm like, I will get to them when I can get to them. Yeah. It's hard for businesses. Wow. That is uh, incredible. And that's a field I want to get into is digital marketing. Cause I feel like I have a lot to offer on the cleaning business side. And also now growing a social media side, which I, think so I get really passionate, but passionate when I start talking about growing social media and I didn't realize it until she does Shannon. She does. She was all like, her talking one one day and she was going, teaching me some stuff and working on me. And she's like, you just need to get your social media going. I'm like, I'm working on it. I feel like I just I have like this energy that I want to throw out to people. Like this is possible. Like if I did this, anybody can do it. And I don't know. So I just get, I didn't know that until I had to give a one hour thing to like 15 people about growing social media. And when I did that, I was so scared and I started and then I was on fire the entire time. And when I got off that call, I was like, I was pumped. Like even thinking about it right now, just like fills me (laughs) with this energy. So I feel like I have all these things, like that's another goal. So all these things I want to do. That's awesome. Anyway, yeah. So that's cool that you're doing it. It gives me a little hope that I can have a few different things going on. We'll be back after a quick break. The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligence strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, 
just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. So, yeah, you can have multiples. And then as you get larger, um, because everything's done in time slots, right? So my time slot is usually after drop-off and before pickup. <laughs> so yeah. I have to plan out all of these things. And, and, you know, then there's personal time and all that other stuff. So, yeah, it, it can be done, but you you have to be really laser focused. And then there's times where your output is more and you, you, after two hours, you're like, I can't, I'm fried. I can't do anymore. I'm done for today. Yep. And then there's that self, like I should have done more. I should have been able to do this. And that whole yeah. talk that we all have. Right. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can. Yeah. We're identical. You, we you have to listen to our, you have to Amber, you have to listen to, um, we did a, when I'm not sure when we did this podcast in, but we did it, it was the imposter syndrome. And we talked yes, that about, was actually a good episode. <laughs> that was a really good one. You have to listen to that one. You have to listen to our past podcast so you can. I was a speaker uh, for the Maid Summit this year. And um, I, I was so excited and so pumped because I had been picked because it's by invite only. And oh, then cool. um, I was all great until it came time to hand in my work. And it was like through a Google Drive. So you could see everyone's work. And I'm like, that's when it was like, I am not worthy to be here. <laughs> I was just... <laughs> and I was I like, have have all these things. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot. I have that same thing a lot where I'm just like, am I capable? Is this like really? I but yeah, I, I feel you on that. That's Shannon really did cool good too for her. And then it was like she was on she was speaking on the same topic as somebody else, and I was like trying to what give her the, the pep odds talk. of that. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> like the biggest guru in the industry. She and I picked the same topic. I'm like, I had a full on meltdown. <laughs> oh, I was like, Shannon, you're fine. People are going to want to listen to you. You'll have people kind of like cleaning clients. You'll have, right. you'll have, you'll have people that will fit perfect with you. And you have other people that are not your people. So Exactly. You have, that's yeah. what I think a lot of people don't understand. They think the market is oversaturated. It's not. And either. it's like, no, it's not because you're going to have your team behind you of people that support you. And then some people might not like a person, but they're going to gravitate for, towards another person. So hundred percent, I agree with that for sure. It literally only takes 350 to 400 clients for a successful cleaning business to hit a million dollars. So if you divide that into the population you're in, it's not oversaturated. Now it is a luxury service and not everyone can afford it, but that's the reality of it. You don't have to be afraid of that dynamic. And the reason why those people aren't closing sales is because they don't know how to sell. They don't mm-hmm. have the confidence and learning how to sell is like a huge thing. You, you have to watch videos. It takes a lot of rejection. There's a lot of no's before you finally get the yes. But when you get that, yes, mm-hmm. they're big ones, right? Right. Yeah. And those are the people that are meant for you. And yeah, it's, yeah, I feel that. Now, Amber, do you have helpers or is it just you? I did. So I attempted to grow bubbles and buckets and I found one gem, beautiful Tracy, who worked with me for almost the entire time because I needed to hire within about a year to grow. And just this past year, I think it was in December, I'm like, take the clients and go on your own. She's a single mom. Um, I won't go into too much detail about her, but she, she's just incredible. She needed the extra money. And I just was like, take the clients and go make your own business. I'm good. It's very generous. That was just on the back. That's a huge gift. It is. Well, that's really all I wanted to was to help women who were struggling. And she was the one who stuck with me and the one who didn't 
cause issues because as you guys know, mm-hmm. it's hard hiring people that are going to do the job that you do. And I didn't give it enough time to hire more people, but I went through about five others and I just didn't have the patience and time to give it. So it was just me and Tracy. So yeah, she's now on her own, but it freed me up to give more time to social media, keep my core. Like, I think I kept eight to 10 clients, so I don't work very much anymore. And then it allows me to give back to my community and clean for people in need. Cause that was my other mission. I was like, I want to clean for people who are fighting cancer or there was a death in the family, like something where it's out of their control. Right. And I just want to go and give them peace in their home. So that's kind of where it ended. So yeah, no more of the hiring, at least at this point, I don't know if that will change in the future, but just me now. Awesome. Awesome. There was a girl on my Facebook feed. She is a fellow cleaner and her husband died in a traffic tragic accident on the fifth. Um, and I was trying to think of something that I could do to help um, promote her GoFundMe because he um, they're a fairly young family. So now she's going to be a widow with two small children. And um, I believe mm. he was like 24 or 25. He wasn't very old. Um, yeah. But yeah, it always, when your situation brought up like, what am I going to do for this person and how can I promote her GoFundMe? So I think I'm just going to share it on my social media so she can at least get um, some traction with it. Definitely. Yeah. I, I love the fact that you help your community. I think it's awesome. We need more people who help the community. Um, and and there are going to be people who take advantage, but you get to, if the, the whole great thing about doing something for your community is you get to pick the jobs that you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people Absolutely. forget that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, honestly, I feel like sometimes I'm selfish because I feel like I get more out of it than they do. Because I just yeah. leave... <laughs> feeling amazing. I'm like, I've never, I mean, for the houses that I've cleaned for that have gone through tragic things, I cry a lot during the cleaning. Thankfully, no one has ever caught me crying because it's very hard when you see the spouse on the wall and they passed away and the stuff in the kids' rooms, the keepsakes that they have. It's for me, I can't handle that. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to vacuum and cry, pull myself together by the time I get out of there and I'm good to go. Um, But it's just even though I'm in that state when I'm there, I leave feeling so fulfilled. Like my heart is just feel like I did something meaningful. That's awesome. Yeah. We need more of that in society. Definitely. And you're an impact. We definitely do. You feel all that. So yeah. You feel all that. So I have to, we have to know, because obviously everybody listens to songs, um, you know, or other podcasts. So when you're cleaning, because we all have our, our, you know, our headphones on and we clean with music. So we have to know what are your go-to songs? Because I got to have my go-to songs when I work out and when I clean. Yeah. So for a long time, when I first started, I discovered Dermot Kennedy and he's really popular over in the UK. And I am obsessed with his music because he has soul. So just like, oh, I just like love it. I just feel music. So he was my go-to. I still listen to him all the time. But then like who really gets me pumped up is like the old school Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, 80s music, just that type of stuff like gets me going. And I love just the nostalgia of all of it. So that's kind of my go-tos. And I do like, sometimes I like true crime podcasts. Depends on my mood because sometimes it's a little too much, but other times I'm like, okay, I can handle this one. Which one was it? Just a true crime okay. podcast. 
So it kind of depends. Like sometimes it's morbid was one I would go to, which sounds like, ugh. but sometimes there's ones that are tolerable where it's not going to bring my vibe down. So. Yeah. I'm not a, sometimes I, I have too vivid of an imagination. I'm not, I don't do good with those. Now the That's person why I with pick and choose, like, I'm just like, oh, okay, not that one, but this one I could handle. I get that. Yeah. Totally. And for the listeners, um, because it was, um, I didn't hear it very well. So if we can re- reiterate what McKinney you said in the UK. Dermot Kennedy. Dermot. Yeah, it's D-E-R-M-O-T. McKinney. Just Kennedy. (laughs) Kennedy, yeah. (laughs) Poor guy. I'm sorry, Dermot, if I butchered your name. (laughs) He doesn't care. He's gone over it a few times because so many people will call him Dermot. That's (laughs) how it's written out, I guess. But yeah, so no, it's fine. But he's really, he just has soul and... Yeah, I love that type of stuff. So that's one that gets me. Cool. Out of all of your videos that you have posted onto social media, what was your like number one hit? What, what, I mean, I have, the, I have the first one that made me go viral, but the one that has the most views, I think it's just 13 million on Facebook, a couple million on TikTok is me cleaning a toilet And just saying, I started it out with saying, not everybody was taught how to clean growing up. That's what I'm here. I'm here to give you my tips and tricks. And boy, did that cause some controversy. For one, it's edited. So a lot of people think, did you just use one paper towel? Did you do this? (laughs) So the little bit of controversy caused that video just to go crazy. Plus, for some reason, people love watching other people clean toilets. And how many did you say were, were viewed? How many people were viewed like on that one? Um, on Facebook alone, I think it's at 13 million. At least that was like a month ago. And then on TikTok, it's a couple million. Even YouTube, it actually, it got, it got a lot too. I think on YouTube, I can't. The craziest videos get the views. It's so nuts. Well, and I think what did it is people who stay tuned to the end. I was washing my cleaning gloves in the sink after because they're dirty. So I used like my elbow to get the soap on them. I used my elbow to turn on the faucet, but people freaked out that I washed the gloves in the sink. And I, my response, I wanted to say, where do you wash your hands after you use the restroom? I mean, you're, I don't know. I thought it was fine, but a lot of people disagreed with me and said it was unsanitary. But it gave you the views. You got the views. I did. And I'm like, well, most people don't wash their gloves after they clean them. And that's worse. Like it's cross-contamination. I know, exactly. I'm doing my best here. But yeah, that went crazy because of me washing my gloves in the sink when I was done. So it's like, well, to each their own and don't wash them in the sink. Maybe you picked up a different tip of just taking the toilet seat off. Hopefully it helped. We can move on now. So Interesting. If you ever want a video to go viral, clean a toilet because for some reason all my toilet <laughs> cleaning videos just blow up. I'm gonna attempt it. I'm gonna try it out. Right. Well, I don't think like I know that something Amber said that you said, Amber, that I just loved. Um, and I didn't mean to interrupt, but I, one of the things I just loved is that you said sometimes the most craziest videos that you didn't edit properly or you didn't like even edit and you just put it out there and the mistakes, like you just fumbled for some of the greatest ones. And I like that. So don't work too hard on your videos. Have fun with them, right? Definitely. Life is too short. 
And it is always the ones where you're like, oh, I could have done that better or shoot. I know that's what people are going to point out because once you do this for a long time, you know exactly what people are going to say before you even post it because you've seen it all. But I think that's how we feel as cleaning business owners, right? We already know once you're seasoned, we already know what people are going to say or how they're going to react to things. So it's just exactly it's just like second nature. I'm like, well, that comment's going to come up. So I should probably just address it in the video. So then I edit it again because I know someone's going to say something and people like to make fun of some of the words I say. So that's a big deal too. If I I say baggy wrong, I guess like a little Ziploc baggy, I thought it was like, it's my Amber language. Don't mess up my Amber language. I'm like, I'm from Minnesota. So I don't know. Maybe that's just how we all say it. But then other people were like, that is not how, what, what are you saying? I don't get it. Or, um, one time I said a scoring stick instead of like a scouring stick. It's just, (laughs) if you want to get comments, just twist your words a little bit and people are going to just like eat it up and try to correct you. That is too funny. Yeah. I I actually have someone, um, that we're going to film someone's floors tomorrow and she is excited. I'm like, oh yeah, she's going to be, cause she knew who you were. Oh, <laughs> I'm like she's going to be on my um, podcast tomorrow. And she goes, oh, I can't wait to hear all about it. So tomorrow when we go and film. <laughs> that is so cool. Oh, I love but she, she knew cool. right. She brought you up. She knew right who you were. And she says she follows you for house cleaning tips. And you've been such a big help. And it's been, she's really grateful for all of the stuff you've done. So oh. I just wanted to make sure I told you that because there, there is a positive side to all the negative mm-hmm. comments and if you exactly. are getting negative comments you are doing something correctly because the trolls are always there yeah. <laughs> and we oh, we know I one mean, of <laughs> go ahead amber no i was just gonna say first of all so cool like thank you for sharing that with me because it just makes my heart happy because there are some days where i'm like it's a lot so i love that um but yeah it is it is hard sometimes just to to just separate from those negative comments because they do hit sometimes right most of the time they don't anymore I'm pretty used to what people say but sometimes it is hard I've had some really evil people come through that rolls yeah and I'm just like how are you getting through life every single day if you're this upset about a cloth I just don't understand (laughs) and you then you start to feel bad for that person like I'll pray for you. Like there's something going on that's deeper than a cleaning video. So yeah, I mean, but then I have this army behind me. That's incredible. And reassure me every single day that I'm where I'm supposed to be. And I know Jamie, um, she is one of them. You see her posts on her stuff and that's how she got you and I introduced. Like she was just determined to like get us together and introduce each other to, you know, for each other. So I know Jamie is one of your big armies too. That's Um, awesome. I know I saw a comment from her, I think it was yesterday. And it's cool to see the people come together that were like, you need a peer in your life. And I'm like, okay, yes, I do. And then it was like, I mean, what is it like a year later, I think now? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure people were coming like, Amber, you need to try this. You need to try this. So yeah, cool that you have that support system. It took Amber a year to try Pure Evergreen. And it wasn't like I was avoiding it. I just was. I just all, right, all the comments. So easily, so yeah. easily sidetracked. No, easily. Well, it's, it's hard too when you're doing multiple things to make one thing work, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I want to be conscientious of time. So um, yeah. 
let we have like two more questions and then we'll we'll let you go and yeah. um so we have the playlist um for busy listeners with healthy meals okay so um w- we all know that it takes several thousands of calories <laughs> to burn through your day as a cleaner what are your favorite snacks and um meals that you prepare um for the rest of us because um oftentimes when you don't feel your body you're lethargic mm-hmm. i ran into a cleaner the other day who drank um monster drinks and Starbucks, I'm like, are you drinking water in between that? Because that's really hard in your kidneys. Wow. <laughs> or B one hundred's good if you want some zip. <laughs> so, what would be some of your um, your favorite snacks? Um, easy to prep meals for um, those of us who are, or you know, our audience who are still working out in the field. Yeah, well, for one, 100% agree with you with the water. Like, I need like 60 ounces with me at least, and I'm in summer. I need to refill it at my clients' houses. So, yes water in between for sure. Cause I do have coffee and energy drinks too sometimes. Um, but the easiest for me are hard boiled eggs, cheese sticks and beef sticks. And then any type of my favorite protein bar while I'm there, if I need something in between. So usually the hard boiled eggs are like in the morning beforehand or an after clean. Cause I don't want to be like touching and peeling an egg, but my protein bars and beef sticks are like a go-to if I need to pick me up. Do you have a, a specific brand that's your favorite? Because I know someone's going to reach out and ask. So, oh, so that is now. so true. And I have to think of the name because I ordered them from, I don't know if you guys know about the book, Instant Loss. It was this woman who lost like 120 pounds by just Mm-mm. cooking real food. Wow. Beef, yeah, she's great. Um, she had these beef sticks she promotes and they're like an all natural and shoot. I can't even think of the name right now, but the book is called instant loss, instant loss. Yeah. Maybe we can look it up on Amazon. Yeah. She's awesome. So she has these beef sticks that she promotes and I bought them and they're amazing. Um, and then my protein bars are perfect protein bars. They're usually in the refrigerator section. If you go to target, I don't think Walmart has them. But most of the times, like those smaller grocers do, um, otherwise order them online. They're super good. Like they don't taste chalky. So right. yeah, <laughs> that's important. Are delicious. Well, we appreciate you coming just on and just gracing. Grace, I can't see. There's my word. It's my Kimberly language right there. It's I don't know. Maybe it's my ADHD brain, but gracing us with your presence and just being here and being in front, you know, just of our listeners and just kind of opening up. We really appreciate it. Don't we, Shannon? Most definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. I'm so happy we did this and I appreciate you guys having me on. Perfect. I'll let you know. Um, we're usually a week behind, so, um, it'll be like week after next. I can send you the episode link so you can share it to your networks. Perfect. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for joining us. You guys have a good day. Thank you everybody for listening. Bye. 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 Cleaning Business Life is sponsored by Pure Evergreen Cleaning Products. That's P-U-R-E-V-E-R-G-R-E-E-N.com. Pure Evergreen Cleaning Products.